This episode of Untold Stories is sponsored by Shopping.io. You'll hear more about them later on in this episode. What is up, everyone? I am Charlie Shrem. You are listening and watching Untold Stories, where twice a week we get to dive deep with some of crypto's most influential leaders, talk about wearing pants during our podcast to really understand where we came from, where we are now, where we're going, where we're going, really. And especially like during the bull markets and when everything's exciting, we all know, like we all think we know what the hell's going on. But then when the prices take dips, when there's so much fear, you look at that fear and greed index, it's like ultimate fear. It's like your gas tank is empty because it's so red. Those are the times that you want to come to Untold Stories so we can hold your hands and get you through those, those scary times. And what better guests to have than Pat Duffy, the co-founder of The Giving Block. Pat, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Yeah, Charlie, thank you for wearing pants. Yeah, <laughs> I've, been, I've been traveling around um, the world, uh, the, not the world, I wish the world, but I've been traveling around the U.S. the past um, few weeks, um, broadcasting out of random studios all over from Beverly Hills to Rochester, New York, to Puerto Rico, doing shows in, with some of the most brilliant people. I, I've been really enjoying uh, doing the live show type thing, but I have to say, I really miss being home in my home studio and I have such an appreciation for my home studio because something always goes wrong when you, the, the codec could be different. And I can't, you know, know these things six hours extra for, for like, you know, the audio editor has to sit here and re-encode and stuff like that. And then like, you know, tracks get lost, but really I love being here. And so it's good to be back. Such an appreciation. And Pat, again, thank you for, for coming on Untold Stories and really thank you what for what you're doing because jumping in doing a startup in crypto is one thing doing a startup in bitcoin especially was crazy but now in crypto but really like doing a nonprofit where um you're in an in an industry that has so much to do with like decentralization and transparency it's like you're constantly having to be the shining city on the hell hill you're constantly having to set yourselves up as the gold standard so like you started off as a federal consultant for pharmaceutical companies. Um, it seemed like a pretty great gig. Why jump into crypto? Yeah, uh, my co-founder, Alex Wilson, is kind of where the, the story starts. He was uh, a buddy of mine. I knew him from school. Um, we both ended up in D.C. after college. He tried to get me into crypto trading. I spent like a year and a half telling everyone not to do it. Um, which is kind of funny. I didn't circle back to some of those folks. And then they found me a year later investing in it and they were like, what the hell? I didn't buy in 2016, 2017. Um, yeah, he got me to, to read the white paper at the time that I was transitioning from the pharma sector over to uh, a nonprofit. I was trying to get into the, the nonprofit space. Like nonprofit management seemed like a cool thing. It felt like super behind the times on innovation. And there was something that Alex and I kind of bonded over early on, just wanting to see the nonprofit sector become more economically incentivized and just building more interesting technology. Um, and then the stars aligned. I got in trading just like a couple months before end of 2017, bull market run. Um, Pineapple Fund, you know, you see Ashton yeah. Kutcher on Ellen donating crypto and yeah, as you can imagine, at a nonprofit recently trading, it's like, we got to get set up to take this stuff. And it just turned out that the process of fundraising crypto and everything from the technical side to actually getting in front of donors was more complicated than we thought. So we started building out services and built it up from there. It's not just about like someone donating Bitcoin to a nonprofit. 
this is so much more than that. You're talking about using the technology behind it. And then you mentioned nonprofit management. So in like the ethos of that, of that kind of, can you take, take us through how nonprofits are actually managed and talk to us about that? Because, um, this whole industry now or the space is a huge wealth migration. Uh, we're seeing, we're seeing wealth come from those who were familiar with being philanthropic, but now those who may not be, uh, myself included, and a lot of friends and family. Uh, tell us how, like, how should we approach giving? How should we kind of, like, think about that? We take it from, from like, okay, sitting in a room, and we decide, hey, we'd like to, to make uh, uh, some commitment over, you know, personal commitment over the course of a year. Uh, ourselves and our family to to charitable causes. What's the next step? And then in the ethos of doing it under the giving block, what's kind of the next step? Yeah. So, yeah, why donate? Like how to best approach it then also kind of our ethos. I'll, I'll yeah. take that kind of arc. Um, why donate crypto is super point blank. It's just one of those things where we have a, a big education curve we're still trying to get up on. It's a cryptocurrency is property. So same thing as stocks and other property assets. That means when you donate it to a nonprofit, you don't pay uh, or rather pay capital gains taxes on it. So it's an enormous tax incentive. So you can imagine if you have a million dollars sitting in the bank and you have a million dollars in Bitcoin, especially if you bought it super early on, it's hyper appreciated. You have two options. You can donate the million you have in the bank the way you've always kind of given to a charity. Um, and now you have Bitcoin that once you sell it, you'll ultimately owe 200 grand in cap gains, whatever it is, you made 800 grand, or you can donate the Bitcoin directly, take the million you have in the bank and even move that over into Bitcoin. And what you end up with is the same million dollars you would have had in Bitcoin, the nonprofit gets the same million dollars and you just didn't pay $200,000 in taxes. So um, you get the same write-off as if you gave cash, but then you erase capital gains taxes. So in other words, like spending crypto is really stupid, but not donating crypto, if you have it, is also really stupid. So it's this weird like cognitive dissonance we're trying to get people over. It's like, of course, you don't want to use your cryptocurrency to like pay for a baseball ticket um, when you could use the fiat that's burning a hole in your pocket. But when it comes to donating, it's um, people so throw away taxes. Through this. By yeah. donating, so there's a there's a number that you could attach in a spreadsheet where if you know what your profit's going to be, you can assume what your tax, uh, what your tax bill is going to be. You can then figure out, but if you donate a certain amount of that, your tax bill could potentially be significantly lower or zero because you did it in a way where you're donating the crypto rather than donating the dollars that are already post-tax. Yeah. So that's like the cold, just like the cold, hard, true, Freaking numerical. mind blown right now. Why did I not yeah, know yeah, this yeah. before? Most people don't. It's shock I mean, I didn't. I shouldn't say it's shocking. Like not everyone is like a, a CPA. We just Obviously, don't want to think about tax law. We just don't want to think about it yeah. more than once a year. We spend a month on it, or I spend a, a lot of time on it. I know a lot of people do. We spend that 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 time on it, and then we just don't think about it the rest of the year. So I guess tax strategy is like is like saying, you know, let me. It's like planning for something that you don't want to do. It's like you're constantly having that, but you should because in the end, yeah. tax strategy is is the best way to to handle life. Yeah. And I mean, that's like the, the cold part of it, but it's true. So it's one of those things where when you go to give to a charity, um, the first thing you want to give is your most appreciated property asset within reason, right? How easy is it to transfer? So with stocks, it's always been one of those things where like super rich people always donate stocks. Um, because if you're going to make a major gift and you really think about that consideration, but if you're giving like 
10 grand to a charity at the end of the year and you have stocks that went up 4% or something. It's just like, it's really not in most people's wheelhouse to even start making that consideration. But for crypto users, if you're given a bunch of little gifts throughout the year, you know, that can be a $10 difference, a $20 difference. Like once you get over that threshold, all of those things add up. So you have like the individual giving mentality um, yeah. getting brought in. So now everyone can actually take advantage of it. It kind of democratizes this tax incentive. So a lot of people um, can almost estimate how much they should give per year. And they create like, that's how they create their charitable budget because that goes into that. So that tax strategy, are CPAs like up to speed on, on how like charitable uh, tax law works and stuff like that? Yes, but not for crypto. It's one of those things where like, they're just not thinking about it. It's funny just being in the nonprofit sector, very similar to like endowments. We talk to like universities, schools, higher ed is like a group yeah. that we serve because they're also nonprofits. We'll talk to people who work in the endowment and they're like, I just feel like it's early. We're not ready to look at this. And pretty much what we say in those conversations, it's like, if you haven't looked at the best appreciating asset class for over a decade, I mean, even if the answer is no, fine. But if you haven't gotten to a yes or a no for over a decade with what's the best performing asset class, you're probably not doing your job very effectively, which is just objective. Um, hmm. I wish there was yeah. an educational module that I can send to my accountant, my CPA, almost like the old DVDs, maybe a Blu-ray where I can, he can watch like a little bit short video on like how to deal with this, this part of like crypto tax law. And it can be multiple modules. In fact, if someone's willing to do that, I'll give them the first untold stories NFT that I've not created yet, but that's how I'm going to incentivize people to create better, like educational material right there. Let's do that. That'd be uh, a, I was waiting for someone to respond, but I just realized we're not doing a live show. So there's no, there's no one in the room with me. Yeah. We'd be um, doing the wave otherwise. Um, I do want to real, real quick though, just to, cause you asked a, a question pretty much about like our ethos and everything. I don't want to skip over and be like, the only reason we exist is to help people uh, get out of their tax burdens. Um, there's like a, a crypto side and a nonprofit side, but the quick answer on this is pretty much like, on the crypto side, the tax piece is core. We want to democratize that tax incentive in a way that stocks can't just because the ease of transfer isn't there. Um, it's really bringing it to a larger percentage of the crypto user base in a way that stocks couldn't. It's making people more um, you know, financially literate and helping them take advantage of those tax incentives that were usually only for the hyper rich. And then the other pieces, it's like really good for crypto adoption. Like We realized that not just like setting up a way for everyone to give to charities, but actually bringing the charities in, democratizing the ability for charities to build individual crypto fundraising programs. Um, that would allow for more widespread crypto adoption when the American Cancer Society tweets about the fact that they're now accepting Doge, it's their best performing tweet of the year. Like that's a big deal. Um, yeah. And we want to be a part of that sort of thing. And then on the nonprofit side, we want to make them more innovative. Those are our two big things. We want to drive crypto adoption for crypto users by charities taking crypto. And then we want charities to become more innovative by attaching themselves to crypto and being, you know, one of the leaders in the adoption of one of the most innovative technologies. Can we compare our industry against how charitable we are uh, against kind of like other emerging technology industries too? Because I feel like we're way higher. I mean, you, you mentioned the, the, the pineapple fund. My, some mm -hmm. of my listeners, most of my listeners won't know what that is. So let's go back. I think it was like 20, 16 or 2017, there was like an anonymous $85 million or so charitable fund, essentially, where, where uh, you give the story. I don't want to break it. Yeah, it, it ended up being $56 million that they gave just because the market dumped. Um, but yeah, they, they gave it to, I believe it was 60 different charities. Um, a lot of those are the, the groups we added up 
you know, targeting to help them build programs after that. Um, Brilliant. But it was a big, yeah, a big opportunity. Someone completely anonymous gave away a bunch of crypto to nonprofits because they made a bunch of money. Um, at that same time, we saw hundreds of millions of dollars in a matter of weeks at the end of 2017 get donated to charities. It's like you said, the vast majority of that um, is just core philanthropy. It's the tax incentive education wasn't around back then. Pine, um, who was donating to these charities, like wasn't collecting kind of uh, tax receipts from the nonprofits a lot of time. It looks like they may have not even claimed it. Um, it's literally people just making a bunch of money who actually want to do something to change the world, which I think is just in alignment with the people who get into crypto. Like if you walk into a crypto conference, it's not just someone who wants to sit at a desk in a cubicle and do the same job that their dad was doing. It's usually people who kind of want to break out and see something big happen on the planet. I think that translates into a more philanthropic industry kind of point blank. Yeah. I agree. I agree completely. It, it weaves that common thread through everyone. It's like, it doesn't matter if you joined our industry as a complete anarchist and you wanted to completely live off the grid to you're the person who literally got a better job offer and you're working at JP Morgan and you decide to work for, you know, a crypto financial institution. It doesn't matter. We love you all. The whole point is it doesn't matter deep down. You took that offer because you want to make the world a better place. There is that like ethos inside of everyone. I keep using that word over and over because I love it. Do you feel that when talking to all the different people that you're talking to or like almost like the, the charities that you help coordinate with? Do they ask you these type of questions? Like who are these, who are these folks and why are they donating? Yeah. Um, what you're describing hundred percent. Yeah. We see a lot of it. The level, um, of engagement from a crypto donor is almost always higher. Uh, part of that is just like wanting transparency, of course. But then the other piece is like, they have a really big plan. Like I'm giving you money and here's what I wanna see happen. Like they're reading about the charities and they understand what the charity is doing and how it's different from other charities, like doing kind of due diligence, uh, but on the groups they give to and giving like in a really kind of smart and sophisticated way. Um, that piece is a big part of it. The other cool part about crypto donors and it's kind of inherent to the tech is they're okay with charities taking risk. Um, that can be oh. charities holding their crypto, like they like endowments. Most donors are like, if I give you a dollar, I want 100% of that dollar going into a sandwich in a kid's hand. Um, and I want that happening like immediately. Like I don't want people at desks solving problems. I don't want you taking a risk on a yeah. new program where the money might go away. I don't. I definitely don't want you putting money into stocks and sitting on it for five years while the problem gets solved. Like. There's never this lens of like long-term financial stability in the nonprofit sector, like giving them the freedom to innovate and take risks. Crypto donors come in and they're often like, hey, if I give you a, a $10 million Bitcoin donation, I want you to hold it for three years. And like, that's not just giving some of the money. It's like giving that nonprofit financial stability and like the peace of mind to take risks and innovate. And that same ability to take risks when we see it in the for-profit sector, obviously yields better impact. Like you see things innovate uh, or rather you see innovation take off faster when you give people that freedom. And I think crypto donations are driving that at a faster rate. The most important part of our Bitcoin and crypto industry is being able to not only earn money in crypto, but also be able to spend it, earn rewards in crypto and keep that uh, revolution going, keep the cycle going of all of us together. Well, my partners at shopping.io are offering just that multi-tiered discounts up to 10% where you can spend your crypto anywhere that you're already buying everything already, Amazon, Walmart, eBay, but use your crypto to spend it, earn back cash back, earn back rewards. 
And not only that, but if you go to untoldstories.link forward slash shopping.io, you get an additional, on top of every other discount, an additional 2%. So you can go there now and shop and get 12% off of everything you're already buying anyways. Uh, fantastic, fantastic company. Thank you guys so much. Uh, make sure you check them out at untoldstories.link forward slash shopping.io. I want to take a second and talk about the Kava platform, one of my awesome, awesome sponsors, because we should all know what they're doing. They're integrated in almost all of the DeFi centralized and decentralized platforms that we use, like Binance, who will be Kraken, OKX. And I want to take a second and break down within the Kava platform what you guys, my listeners, can actually do to earn good yields, safely secure uh, all of your different crypto assets uh, in the same type of safely and same type of safety and security that all of your favorite companies are using. So you have the Kava protocol, which allows anyone to generate USDX stablecoin loans within seconds against all of these different type of assets. You have the hard protocol that allows you to, with those same assets, to lend, borrow, and earn with your crypto right now. And then you have the Kava swap, which allows you to swap cross-chain assets to maximize those same yields. And a lot of this is done automatically. Again, a lot of the yields that you're getting from your favorite companies, those same companies are just using Kava and others to do those same things and give you those yields after they take their profits. So maybe it's the time that we make our money for ourselves and we take our sovereignty back. I don't even know if that's a word. And we do the coolest things. Take a second, check them out, untoldstories.link forward slash Kava. They've been a sponsor of Untold Stories for, I think, almost a year now, and everyone loves them, myself included. Untoldstories.link forward slash Kava. I never realized that there was a whole research and development aspect to charitable giving. Everyone just assumes that, yeah, you give you give a dollar and you want that sandwich to be in the kid's hand. And yes, yeah, sometimes or you know, a lot of the time now, a percentage of that goes to overhead. But that's an incorrect way to think about it, right? It's not like there's like a truck cost to deliver that sandwich to the kid. Yes, we understand that. But there could be, but but money and wealth and capital and like human capital too should be going towards actually solving the problems and not just putting the band-aid on the problem. But most people like actually solving homelessness or actually solving like hunger or actually solving these social issues. But most people, and, and I'm so guilty of that, I'm so guilty of this myself. When we give, we want to see that appreciated by the other by the, the, the person who we're giving those money to. We want to see it appreciated by them immediately or used by yeah. them immediately. And that's and, not and both fair. things are true, you know. And what you're saying is if you want to give hundred dollars, you want to see that go into something right now. And there are also there are also areas that don't need so much innovation, right? They're just things that need to be solved and they're ongoing. There's like not really just like a, an obvious pocket sure. of innovation. You can think like medical research, of course, like you need money in the research side. We need new medicine. Can't just keep giving people the same medicine for a hundred years. That's not the, the way the money should be flowing. But in other areas, it makes sense. And like, if you're one of those donors who's like, I want to give to a charity um, and I want zero overhead charity, I want hundred percent of this to go to clean water, whatever else it is, and have some donor come in for that nonprofit and pay for the overhead expenses. That's perfectly reasonable. Both of those things are true. And there are plenty of charities who also like take the money and use it irresponsibly. You know, they're just, they're having conferences and retreats and they get so big and fat and happy, just like any other yeah. conglomerate. And like, that's not good either. Um, so we, just to be clear, like we have both types of charities that we work with. My personal ethos is I like to give to charities with 
a ton of overhead, but good overhead. Like I want someone who, you know, is going to fill uh, a room full of people and like bring them together to solve problems. Like I'm much more happy paying for a salary or like attracting someone from another industry to come up with a solution oh, than I, like I am that. like handing a dollar into something else. I, I prefer to pay for innovation, but I know it's kind of, uh, it depends on your mentality. Well, it's, it's almost the same thing as like, if you look how Bitcoin core development works. So, so if you, or, or really any crypto nonprofit, but if you look at um, solving therapy or a cure for a disease, mm -hmm. if the money can be used towards, like, like you said, bringing a, an executive over from a hospital who's paying that person millions of dollars a year, if now that person can be paid half or even matched that salary and but work full time on actually working on that therapy, or we all know sometimes there are economic incentives to not cure diseases, you know, not to create a whole hocus pocus here, but we all know that's there, there are a lot of incentives for more therapies rather than cures. Um, no, that's a very brilliant way to think about it. You're really opening my eyes to to kind of like how I should be looking at at charitable giving um, in the future. And I had a great idea. I'm happy I didn't forget about it before. Um, so the giving block, right? So if you look at the blockchain as literally a chain of blocks, imagine like just tracks and blocks coming through. What if we could coordinate with 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 a mining pool where they mine a block that's only consisted of charitable transactions and that is becomes the giving block? Yeah, I think it, it sounds. And that the like headline of that in the press, that would be so cool to do that. And it, the coordination wouldn't be that difficult to do. There would be a lot of chance and a lot of luck, but you can you can coordinate. It would have to be very symbolic because you'd have to like send like a hundred dollars with like a, a crazy transaction fee, like just to get it to to get it there. But then that miner can then give you know who who mines it can then give you back that that transaction. You'd have to coordinate it, but it can it can be yeah. done. The second NFT goes to the person who can come up with how to do that. Email me, cs at charliesrem.com. Okay, so tell me about Munch, because Munch is a basically a new DeFi project that you guys partnered with that's committed to uh, giving like a percentage of their of their their proceeds through from what I understand through a smart contract, a smart contract based system to to charity with you guys. Uh, are they the first to do that? Is this kind of like a new thing? It's, it's definitely uh, becoming more popular. Um, it's been a thing that folks do. So um, when it comes to like how to give crypto, there's like NFT platforms, right? So like we try to be really innovative about ways that you can give. So if you have an NFT platform, you can partner with the platform, you can do a drop and then all of the proceeds go to a charity, right? Or you can work with an artist who wants to give a percentage of their proceeds, they're really high profile. So then you have the marketing outcomes and the donations. If you were buying into it out of NFTs and making money on that, you want to make sure those folks have a direct track in. Um, there's like charitable crypto tokens. There's, um, you know, crypto exchanges, like trading competitions or give a percentage of their fees or take our crypto giving pledge and give a percentage of their revenue every year to charities. Um, individuals donating to offset taxes. Like this, I would say, is definitely like with Munch and, and these sorts of tokens. It's an evolution from what was the original idea. Um, which is pretty much like create a token for like a charitable giving ecosystem where you'd have like a platform to give to charities. You buy into the token, use that token to give. Um, and then you can track that token in, yeah. like, on its particular blockchain to bring more transparency to charitable giving. That was like the idea of 2017, 2018 charity tokens. That was the original. You could almost conception. bake into the smart contract of the token tax law. Whereas like based on your cost of buying and then what your price of selling it, 
it takes a portion of that profit away and then donates it to charity, proves it to you, and then therefore it's like automatic gains. Dude, this yeah. is crazy stuff. But third but hold, NFT, guys. Third NFT. No, hold on, hold on. Maybe not third NFT. Because the, the issue with that old version, I just wanted to um again like a, a piece of tax advice for everyone. If you if you bump into those sorts of tokens where you're like moving into that token and then use it and give on a particular platform, which is different. This is much is giving a percentage yeah, sure. trading fees on like a DeFi product. Um those tokens are not smart just because uh, moving from your existing cryptocurrency into that token triggers a taxable event. So all of the money that everyone makes in the existing Point. cryptocurrencies, when they go to enter one of those systems, they erase their tax incentives. So it's just like this really big disincentive. You would want to just like, frankly, what we did, just give people the ability to give the tokens they have, you know, within reason. Um, it's just like an important thing uh, yeah, to know. Of course, of course education and entertainment entertainment um yeah and then sorry yeah to answer your actual question but yeah much and, and tokens like this now there's a lot more projects that are making charitable giving a part of what they do i'd say it's like 50 50 50 is still a lot of people who just like genuinely want to help charities um for no other reason than that you know you've got much and groups like that that are super charitable doing really cool work paxful um, too they're doing crazy stuff i met ray i was just hanging out with ray actually last yeah a few weeks ago in miami he he announced our crypto giving pledge at the Bitcoin conference. Um, he isn't. Which is oh, really? Sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are they? What are they doing? Yeah, we work with. Um, we're we're working with them and built with Bitcoin to help them do like a number of really interesting. They're gonna pretty much it's yeah not not public yet, but the way that they're gonna accept donations, um, and like the program they're building is gonna be unique from like a donor. Angle. It's going to be a, a first of its class in terms of the options that donors have, the ability to track the transparency. Um, they're, they're doing a really interesting, giving a lot of donors uh, autonomy over like how they give crypto and what happens with that crypto. It's going to be a really cool program. Um, and then Ray and Paxwell, just uh, by taking the crypto giving pledge, just 1% sure. of his personal um, crypto, he's donating to, to charity every year through us and partnering with the charities. They were one of those. Um, if not the best example, they're definitely one of the best examples of a company that made charity a core part of what they do. And it helped with recruiting, it helped with retention, it's made their team dynamic awesome. When they ask people internally, like, what's your favorite part of working here? A lot of them actually say built with Bitcoin. Um, it creates this thing where people, when they're applying for jobs for them, they go, that's the reason that I wanted to apply. It's like, what makes your company cool? Um, and then the marketing outcomes and like the way they've been able to grow is just smart strategically. Um, they do it in a very, he charity. does it in a very subtle way. It's not done like yeah. crass. It's, it's not, I, I really feel, you know, Ray is a, a, a good person because he's also been through some hardships, but, um, like when I got out of jail in 2016, he was one of the first people to hire me, uh, for some marketing consulting work when I had nothing oh, cool. else going on. Oh yeah. Like, like not publicly either. So, so he had no, like, oh, they just wanted to use your name bullshit. No, it wasn't about that. And so he just really, I don't even think he cared if I did the work or not. He just wanted to help me get back on my feet. That's sweet. Yeah, I first time I met him in person was yeah, at the, the Bitcoin conference. Um, and we all walked away from it saying the same thing. I'm like, that guy's like the nicest guy we've met yeah. with since we've been here. And that makes sense. Their, their built with Bitcoin program is you can feel the honesty. Um, and it's ended up being one of their biggest marketing tools it's been helpful for the company recruiting and yeah, retaining talent it's built a culture internally that makes people more productive and effective it's and it's obviously great for for the industry i think it's super helpful in driving crypto adoption 
and I'm pumped to see yeah, more, more companies doing it. We're trying to build more formal crypto giving programs too. So I guess if you're working at a crypto company or you run a crypto company, one call out that I'll give is it's like, if you wanna build a crypto philanthropy program, just reach out to us. We help you build that from scratch in a way that works best for you and your business model. So like matching your employee donations when they give crypto or oh. giving it a branded identity on platform donation integrations, um, anything you wanna do to be charitable. We do that kind of brainstorming and, and do you help individuals out. too. A hundred percent. Very um, interesting. I should say, yeah, I guess what we do, I wish we had like a short answer, but on the crypto side, um, building integrations for all things charitable. So on exchanges, wallets, um, portfolio management apps, tax software companies, we have partners kind of across the ecosystem. Where are people going to potentially be looking at their money, using their money, wanting to give? We build those rails. Um, on the partnership side, we have the crypto giving pledge where we get individuals like Tony Hawk and Jeremy Gardner, Meltem, Brian Selfies, What is the crypto giving pledge? In. Yeah, it's just 1% of your crypto, um, like your overall crypto every year you donate to charities. Um, and then for companies, it's 1% of revenue. If you're a crypto company, you donate that in crypto, both of these things to drive crypto adoption. And that's a great kind of like pledge. a long-term. What's up? I said, I'm in, let's do this pledge. This is brilliant. Oh, hell yeah. I'm yeah, on we definitely right want you now. on. And um, um, let's, let's figure out a way to give the other untold stories, NFTs to those who give, who give the pledge. The yeah. Pledge for this year. That'd be sweet. Um, yeah. The, the short of it, pretty much anyone who wants to donate crypto and make that donation more effective, any company who wants to do something philanthropic in the crypto space, um, build integrations, partner with stuff like mass donations to a nonprofit, run a fundraiser. And if you're a donor, you have questions about like the tax incentives or which charity to give to and like the way to go about it. Uh, if you want to donate anonymously, whatever it is, we try to be like the resource center and like the team that builds out philanthropy initiatives in crypto. And then on the nonprofit side, we set up nonprofits to fundraise crypto individually. So we're not just like a DAF where you donate through some central oh. point and it's a monolith. Every charity we train you know, they have an account, um, they accept crypto donations, some of them hold those crypto donations, move it into high interest earning accounts. So it doesn't just they go fundraise. into a bucket. Yeah, that's right. They fundraise individually. So like we're on calls with their teams. We have like a customer success team where they're like, hey, we have an end of year campaign. We're doing a gala. We're doing like a direct TV ads campaign. We want to add crypto, giving QR codes on it and like have that drive some excitement. Um, we're turning charities into kind of champions of cryptocurrency. And then like building up their teams to be able to do this long-term, you know, with or without us. It's almost like you're building uh, Bitcoin charitable departments and crypto departments within these companies. And you're not just, and then so when, when, the, when, you know, we donate money to those specific companies, to those specific nonprofits, you guys are making sure that, that, that there is like accountability there almost, but not only that, they're, uh, using it to to help the 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 joy of of crypto, like like see the rest of the world. You're like helping them with that narrative and 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 that joy. And then it's almost like a really good way of a, of having all of the talent that work at these companies to like feel they're doing something within our industry too. It's actually a really kind of like a great way. It's it's like putting you know the blockchain education network starting. Bitcoin clubs in colleges. It's kind of like the same type of weave narrative. I love it. Thank you for doing yeah. that. No, I agree. It's, it's, yeah, it's something Alex and I um, 
super early on, just wanted to make charities more innovative. There's a thing we talked about just because I was um, joining one. He's got like different types of charities he likes to support versus mine. Um, but how we drive those incentives and build that culture internally was like a big focus. And then of course, crypto adoption. Um, yeah, the two pair up almost perfectly, which is, you know, we're lucky to, I guess, yeah, have found something at that intersection. What are the numbers that we're talking about here? How many companies are you guys working with? How much money has been donated in last year? Yeah, um, so pretty much end of year is usually as many donations as the rest of the year combined. Um, right now we're seeing like in terms of donations to our nonprofits, we have close to 350 nonprofits. Wow. Um, almost, I won't say 100%, but like we're, we're trying to stay close, like 100% nonprofits who take crypto, we want them doing that with us. And we, we take that super seriously. Like we want to just keep yeah, building stuff out that makes everything work perfectly. Um, but like between three and $4 million getting donated to the charities um, just through the platform. And then we've got um, some integrations and partnerships with like DAS and, and kind of uh, charitable giving partners um, where there's larger gifts kind of queued up mostly toward end of the year. We have one person who's out there kind of floating uh, who at least verbally claims they want to donate a hundred million through like a, a major institution, which would be super cool. Although it's, I'm sure it's only going to go to one organization. It'll still be amazing for that one group. We, we try to, again, kind of democratize it as much as possible. Um, but yeah, we've been doing it since 2018. That's where we're at now. Uh, so far this year, we've raised more for the charities than the first three years combined. Um, and then over the course of yeah, our history, we've, yeah, yet to have a nonprofit who's been with us for over a year, like not uh, be fundraising crypto effectively. So we've, we have a hundred percent hit rate. We're trying to, you're like the perfect you know, example. You're like the perfect example of the point that you were trying to make earlier about attracting the perfect talent here, because you're like the Tony Hawk of charitable giving. And it makes me happy to know that there is so much like, uh, due diligence that's being put into this, uh, when you hit that send button and you send the transaction over, there's so much work going into this. It's like so fulfilling, but it it's very, uh, I thought I was going to be talking to someone who was just like an executive who understood charitable giving. And he's going to come here and talk about why, you know, some of these, these nonprofits are great. Uh, but some of the topics that we've talked about really have been blowing my mind. So that kind of like proves the point that we were saying earlier uh, about our industry, about charitable giving, about like, how we're not just always incentivized by money, that there is so much incentive in our hearts and our brains and our souls that that makes us want to like leave the world better than we left it off. That's that's the point that you were trying to make, right? 100%. Yeah, I am not the Tony Hawk charitable giving. Yeah. We, as a there's you everyone Alex, on my yes. team is yeah dramatically better than me at something, thank God. And then, yeah, uh, Alex and I, yeah, across all fronts, we're lucky. We compliment each other a lot also. But that's really exactly awesome. Exactly what you're. Yeah, what you're touching on is exactly right. It's It doesn't have to be the financial incentive, but it's like really nice that, I'm trying to think like when I was in like high yeah. school, I would sell Cutco. I, I did that over a summer one time, which was just like a Ponzi scheme. I hope this doesn't, yeah, stress them out. I yeah. know I really enjoyed my time there. Um, but anyway, like I would sell yeah. Cutco and the knives were fantastic. So like, I like that. So it's sort of yeah, like, sold all those yes, you're selling it, you have too. the job. Yeah, but like yeah. the knife is good. And that makes life better with the charitable giving front. It's almost like a similar it's the same analogy. type like, of situation. Yes, yeah, you want to do something really good and powerful, but it, it's it's kind of nice that it's also literally the best thing for your bottom line. Where for most people who have crypto, like donating crypto over your other payment methods is actually most incentivized financially. 
it just makes it easier versus like, hey, you have to take a hit every time you give crypto, but it'd be good for the industry. People would probably just keep giving cash. Like if you had to actually, if it was a disincentivized donation method. Yeah. So it's like a, a perfect clashing of the world. It's like what would be amazing for driving institutional and just like mainstream crypto adoption? Like imagine all of the charities like actively fundraising crypto, being pro crypto, wanting to see crypto adoption. And the industry runs points as like a leading industry in the ones adopting crypto. It's like, it's the most trusted brands. Uh, they market super actively. They have these big online audiences and they activate consistently to drive in donations. It's like the perfect vehicle for crypto adoption. And then for nonprofits, it's like what technological sector would be better to have as your donors or rather sector in general than like the most tech savvy, the most financially literate, the youngest with the longest lifespan to like give to your organization and build wealth and support you is like the perfect donors for charities. And then like charities are the perfect thing for crypto adoption. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's a lot of fun working at the intersection just because the two things match up so perfectly. Pat Duffy, thegivingblock.com. Anyone can go to thegivingblock.com, take the pledge. I'm about to take, I'm publicly announcing on the show that I'm taking the pledge here. I just, I'm gonna go through it here now. Um, and you can also check out all of the nonprofits that are supported. You can check how to donate uh, all of the content, uh, the information, the tax help, the crypto tax survival guide. There's so much free education. I should be give giving you guys the Untold Stories NFTs here um, that you're just giving away to people for free at thegivingblock.com. This is actually, here it is. I, I'm just going to send this to my CPA, have him go through this so we can develop the tax strategy. Thank you. Oh my God, this is, I'm so happy. Thank you so much for taking the time on coming on Untold Stories today and my first episode back in the studio, back home in sunny Florida. Thank you, Pat. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on. Just a, a quick thing. Yeah. Before we close out, like if you want to donate crypto, like please hit us up. If you have a big donation, especially we can turn it into a match or help activate the nonprofit. They can come up with a plan. It helps them get more gifts. So just connect with us before you give a big pile of money away. We'll try to turn it into something bigger. If you're a company who wants to do something philanthropic, build a charitable giving program, please reach out to us as well. And then, yeah, for any questions around tax or um, anything at the intersection of crypto and donations, just ping us, info at thegivingblock.com. Um, and Charlie, thank you so much for, for having me on. This was fun. I'm glad you wore pants. Yeah, shorts. But hey, have a great one. And I, I, I'm browsing through your website now and it's really, uh, there's so many, I didn't realize there's so much staff and and so much free content there and information. Uh, and I'll make sure the listeners reach out to you um, before they want to give and if they want to develop some some good strategy. Thank you so much. And uh, I can't wait to have you back on the show to talk about uh, what happened in the past year. Thank you. I appreciate it. We'll we'll get you added to the uh, the founder circle also for the, the crypto giving plug. Thank you. <laughs>